Welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts by final year students at Fashion Business School, London College of Fashion, University Arts London, discuss their findings from completing their final major projects. All Fashion Business School students are required to complete a final major project in their final year, which can take two forms, either a detailed research into a fashion business topic of their choice or the completion of an enterprise business plan. Yeah, of course. So my name is Nadia Araya. I studied the BA Fashion Buying and Merchandising course from Fashion Business School at London College of Fashion, and I've just recently graduated. Brilliant, thank you. And um, I've asked you to come today to talk about your uh, final major project, your dissertation. Would you yeah. mind sharing your title, please? Um, yeah, of course. So my dissertation is titled Black Don't Sell, Investigating if Inclusivity of Bodies of Colour Within High Street Fashion Brands E-Commerce Channels Creates Brand Loyalty Among UK Consumers. Okay, brilliant. So would you be able to sort of give us a brief summary of what your dissertation or, or why you chose that subject? Um, yeah, so the dissertation is basically a deep dive into racial inclusivity within the e-commerce landscape um, and I wanted to investigate how diverse it is, how important this is in creating brand loyalty um, and I also wanted to, I aim to also analyze if models of color are included and represented in scenarios, is this in a way that plays into negative stereotypes or negative narratives. Um, and I think the reason I chose this is because I've always been quite um, aware of my surroundings, um, being POC myself. Um, so this is quite an issue close to my heart. Um, and there's no secret that you know fashion has its diversity issues. So I thought that I just write about the th two things I love the most, which are POC women and fashion, and just combine that into something interesting. Brilliant, so a, a real passion. So POC. Yeah people of color and yeah. Uh, yeah fashion obviously because you've just finished your fashion degree yeah. and are now currently working for a fashion brand which is brilliant news yeah amazing yeah it's really really good so um yeah so um yeah could you perhaps give us a little bit of a sort of summary of um the sort of um Kind of well first of all maybe yeah the summary of your key findings i suppose would be quite interesting to know um yeah so basically when i was like investigating doing my secondary research even though this is a subject that has been investigated quite a lot i did kind of immediately discover um certain research gaps that i wanted to um basically further investigate um, and basically when, um, yeah, when I was aware that this is something that deeper wanted to analyze my, my primary research, besides doing a focus group and a survey, I also decided to do an e-commerce audit where I took seven high street brands, um, and analyzed four product categories to see how diverse the market actually is. And my findings actually evidence that there is some sort of like, casting based on stereotype. So I found that brands like Savage X Fenty and Nike were the most inclusive and brands like Next and Sara were the least inclusive. 
Um, however, this again circles us back to like the issue about casting that plays into stereotypes because I guess it could be considered harmful uh, when the only brands that include like POC spokespeople are sports brand or lingerie brands. And some of the written answers from my survey um, stated, and I quote, I'd like to see more POC models used in all type of modeling instead of only seeing certain sites use POC models to model skimpy party clothes and lingerie. Um, and there's more to POC, POC women than us unnecessarily sexualizing them. Um, and somebody else said, black people are seen most frequently in sports campaigns, in my opinion, and you're more likely to see a black man in track suits on the high street, which reinforces the gang member stereotype than in the suit. And this is a very strong ar argument because when I did my e-commerce audit, uh, the conclusion was that 40% of the models in the suits and tailoring category were white and 24% Asian, whilst black women only made out 13% in this category, whilst in the lingerie category, that same group made out of 38% and Asian women only nine. Um, and the reason for this might be because historically they have more curves and this is more appealing and then pushes more sales. Um, and that's why they're more highly featured in these categories. Um, or maybe it's a coincidence. I don't know. I think this is something that had to be, would have to be explored on a bigger scale population, but it is a really interesting discussion. Um, and I also found that um, inclusivity is a very important defining concept. And most, if not the majority of participants claim that th this does indeed create and strengthens brand relationships. Um, some more critical voices also mention that in many cases, it does strike them as tokenistic or performative. So there was a real emphasis on sincerity. And I was also able to conclude that thanks to this cross table examination I did, I was able to prove that the drive behind purchase intentions between white and POC UK consumer differs, meaning that diversity is a more uh, important self-defining concept of POC consumers. And they do tend to shop supporting brands that basically support the, their ethnocentric beliefs. Um, so basically it's really important for brands to kind of keep this in mind to not alienating this consumer base, which is a very fast growing one in the UK, I'd like to add as well. Really interesting, isn't it, that some of those stereotypes are really ingrained in in society without Definitely. perhaps perhaps always realizing. Definitely, um, I think it'd be a really interesting study, maybe to to as an extension of your final major project to explore further why why we have uh, perhaps higher representation of um i think you said black men in in sportswear and 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 females in in lingerie um definitely definitely yeah um and just by circling back to like secondary research uh when i was investigating bodies of color historically in fashion there wasn't really any inclusion to speak of before the 60s and even though there has been a lot of advances 32 percent of black participants and 28 percent of asian participants in a study that took place in 2019 and still expressed that they currently do feel underrepresented in brand messaging. Mm. And when POC women are represented in many cases, like I said, it is based on these negative narratives. Um, and a study in 2006 found that women of color were displayed in revealing clothing in about 31% of the ads analyzed, 
Um, similarly, this older study from 1994 uh, was able to prove that POC women on Asian characteristics often get stereotyped as serious, well-assimilated, intelligent, um, and the research really helped exemplify that um, they were underrepresented in general fashion, outdoor settings, social settings, um, but in a business setting, however, they made up for about 81.2%. Um, compared to women of color who made up nearly 30%. So this is um, a pattern that's been existing for some time um, and something that I just wanted to kind of basically um, further investigate. In, the, in today's environment and in e-commerce, because a lot of these studies have been done in ads or TV um, commercials. Um, there hasn't really been anything done in the e-commerce environment. And of course, doing the buying and merchandise, of course, I needed to kind of anchor it within that realm um, because that is a, my degree that I'm um, performing. So with uh, when you refer to e-commerce, you refer to uh, websites or do you also- exactly within that social media communication or? Only website, because okay. um, looking at the models that wear the clothes, that is kind of the aspect that connects back to buying, because that is obviously what affects the sales for the buying department and the merch department. And that's why I wanted to look at that specifically. And that was also one of the research gaps that I found that there wasn't really anything investigating um, in the e-commerce department. And particularly relevant at the moment, as we've seen such a, a, a hike in online sales, given the, the pandemic and the closure of non-essential retail. Definitely. So very, 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 true, very yeah. topical and very valuable to lots of brands, I'm sure. Um, you mentioned a little bit about yeah. loyalty. So did you So what sort of and you mentioned some yeah. brands? But we're better at representing people of color than than other brands. Um, was there kind of a correlation between brand loyalty, yeah. say, and representation of people of color? Definitely, definitely. So when I did my primary, sorry, secondary research, um, brand loyalty in relation to fashion specifically is something that has been. There's research dating back to the late '50s investigating these. And brand loyalty is often summarized as behavioral attachment, which is basically you keep buying the product and the attitudinal attachment, which is basically the emotional connection that you form to the brand. However, there wasn't actually any proof that diversity or um, basic representation has the power to conjure these type of um, the two aspects of brand loyalty, basically. So this is also something that I wanted to investigate and doing the survey on a larger scale population was really able to show me that this is something that people care a lot about. Uh, when they were asked to um, basically put different aspects in orders so like price, style, sustainability, et cetera, diversity actually came in third, just after style and price, which is quite high, especially because sustainability is also a big issue. Um, so this is um, a really important concept to a lot of people. Um, and then I was also able to do the cross table examination. So I separated the answers based on the ethnicity of the um, participants in the survey. And I was able to see that, yes, it was more important to POC um, participants, but it was e it was really important to um, other groups as well. So just uh, just with your primary research, you did a, a survey and then you also did a, a focus group as well as your e audit. But 
um, yeah. was there kind of diversity in the representation of those that took part in the survey across across colours, I suppose, skin colours, but also across age brackets, or was there a particular focus of your study? So I didn't choose to limit my study um, on like age or background. However, um, it being spread on like social channels that are frequently visited by younger people, I did see that the pattern kind of, um, it ended up being mostly young people, Generation Z um, or millennials. Um, so it'd be interesting to do like further studies, looking at, you know, cross age ranges, et cetera. Um, and looking at different um, like racial backgrounds, um, I try to um, replicate the, the population of England and Wales, but I couldn't really do that because um, there's only 3% of black inhabitants uh, in England and Wales, and I got, I think, 13%. Um, but then measuring like if we clumped like the POC together and the white participants together, I was able to kind of get a 50-50 split. So it was... Um, quite um, um, a mixed, mixed um, group of people, um, which adds validity, obviously. Just looking through yeah. the report, um, I noticed that uh, part of your focus group, I think it was, you showed a series of images of uh, different coloured models uh, wearing very similar kind of lingerie set. Um, I was just wondering yeah. if you to elaborate a little bit on the findings from the feedback that you received from the focus group in showing those images. Yeah, of course. So after doing my e-commerce uh, audit, where I could see that POC Black women were more heavily featured in kind of like the laundry section, um, I suspected, like I had this idea that there could be a reasoning behind this. So I decided to do an experiment in my focus group. So I chose six images of red lingerie sets that look quite similar. The only real difference is the model that's wearing them. For some of the bra sets, you have um, a Caucasian woman that doesn't really have what you'd call like curves. And for a couple of them, you have um, like brown skinned women with more of a um, sexual nature, I guess, and like more of these like curves as you would call them. Um, and I asked the participants to choose which set they would rather purchase. Keep in mind that they look quite similar. So I really wanted to see their reasoning behind the choice. Um, and what basically what happened is what I suspected would happen. And the participants chose the bra sets displayed by models of color. Um, and this kind of um, just brings it back in evidences that brands and like retailers might choose to um, feature these women in the laundry category just to kind of drive sales that way because if consumers find that more more beautiful and more appealing that's going to drive their sales so that kind of brings it back around as a 360 and kind of um, just proves how um, just how performative I guess their inclusivity is because again it kind of just revolves around the sales and uh, the bottom line. Yeah so um yeah, so again, opportunity to maybe do even further study uh, and looking definitely. at different age brackets. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, also, um, you know, living in London, where it's so much more racially diverse, um, you know, uh, perhaps uh, what, what we experience living in London is, is quite different than perhaps what an individual might experience living in uh, outside of London or uh, living elsewhere. 
across the yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. It's very true. Um, brilliant. And uh, going forward, uh, how do you think you might use this dissertation? Wow, that's a good question. Um, how I think currently working for um, a more of a premium luxury brand, I don't think it's as important for them because the target consumer that they're trying to reach isn't this young urban consumer that I kind of base my research on. Um, but I think just um, adding to the current knowledge base of fashion and what we know brand loyalty and what we know about diversity is just highly beneficial for everybody involved. Um, and I'd like to think that this kind of opens the door for um, just more research to be performed in certain areas, because like I mentioned, even though they are, there is a lot of research, a lot of it's um, quite limited in the sense that it's not really focused on e-commerce, it's more focused on like ads and media, which is more, I guess, PR, that kind of area. Um, but a lot of the research is also performed outside of the UK, so America, um, which then presented a research gap for myself to look at these issues, but also presents an opportunity for other people to um, discover these type of, um, discover, um, yeah, more um, in this kind of industry. So, so given the amount of time that you dedicated to your final major project and also the, the kind of extent of your both primary and secondary research, um, it, it will be a real shame if this perhaps wasn't used across the industry because having read through the the final major project myself I feel there's some really valuable points that that could be of great use to um you know high street fashion brands so yeah definitely to, um, um yeah to approach some of those businesses and, and share your findings <laughs> yeah I really feel like I was able to find quite a unique niche to investigate and because it was so fun and I was so interested it made it just like it made me put in more effort um so I might have to look into like what I can do with this if there's like options to publish etc because I guess it would be a shame for it just to sit on my computer for <laughs> forever <laughs> well look thank you very much for sharing your your findings today and uh, thank you really lovely uh to to chat with you today about diversity across uh, across high street fashion industry in the UK and some really interesting insights. So thank you very much.